Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. When I go to Sacramento, I will pump up Sacramento. Turner Sparks just got married and has moved home to America after 12 years living in China. Sir Michael Ira Kaplan has two kids, a wife, a job, and has spent his entire life in the USA. Neither one can figure their country out. This is Lost in America. All right, everybody, welcome to Lost in America, episode 33. My name's Turner Sparks. My name is Kaplan. Kaplan. That's it. Simple. That's it. Point. You can find me on Twitter at Turner B. Sparks. You can find Kaplan at Cap in America. Cap in America, at Cap in America. And welcome to all our new listeners. Great we pod. New, we have new listeners? We, I mean, I think we do from the Irish Fear pod last week. The big pod. It, uh, Fantastic. It, uh, it outperformed the blue shirt pod, I've heard. Already? Yeah. yeah My sources at Apple have told me at iTunes. Yeah. Screw you, Blue Shirt. Sorry, Blue. Down <laughs> so, you go. You're a moron. <laughs> I, tonight, guys, big news. Tonight, come see me. Sacramento, California. Come on out. Um, I think maybe still a couple tickets left. I'm not totally sure. But you could come Get see me. Get on StubHub. Find us, you know, secondary market. Find some tickets. Punchline Sacramento. It's me. It's Andrea Jones-Roy from the Circus oh, Pod earlier. Yeah. Very popular Good podcast. Thank you to everyone Tell who came out. Thank you guys who came out to the Throckmorton Theater. Uh, last night in Mill Valley. It was great. Killed it. People came out to the punchline on last Saturday. And Cap, I want to say... Thank you to everyone who came to Nisha's bachelor party. Everyone, yeah, you're at a bachelor party. In, I'm out in uh, Portland, thank you. You're going to a bachelor party. And I have one thing to tell you. Joe Garrix? Yes. From the Drinking Pod? Oh, good good man, that Joe. I, he, I went up to do a show with him in Connecticut a couple weeks ago and got a review of you from his mother. His mother? One sentence review. What's the review? Give it to me. Is she, I- is she right on iTunes? No, it's uh, in person. She delivered person. it to me to my face. I like your podcast, but your friend Kaplan is a bad person. <laughs> uh, that being that said, uh, thumbs up. <laughs> is that because why? I don't. She understand. was very upset. First, is it because I'm a Jew? Like, what is the? Well, possibly. I was killing Jesus thing. I yeah. don't know. No, but it was because. Uh, the story we did about the elevator and the old lady who um, you said that if you were in her position, you would have punched the old lady in the face. So an old lady was telling this little kid how to behave on the elevator. Wasn't, right. his, wasn't her kid. And oh, the, right. Because yeah. the kid was misbehaving in the elevator. And I, you said that if you're the parent, you should be allowed to hit the old, take the old lady's cane and beat her with it. I think you're misquoting me a little bit. I think she's... You know, I, I was just taking the saying that I was understood. If I was on the jury, I'd probably go a, a slightly lesser penalty... Yeah, you know, I don't. No, you said you would punch her in the face. I did. I, you know, I, you know, why I said that because I've had experiences like I've been in the supermarket with my kids and they're, 
you know, there's like a tiny aisle and all of a sudden like some woman gives you like uh, you're like trying to get out. They get out of your way for you. And they'll be like, thank you. Like on your breath, like meaning I was supposed to say thank you. Oh, like a sarcastic. Like they're, yeah. They're, oh, and it's like, I'm yeah. with two kids. Like, I can't imagine. Excuse you. Yeah, excuse me. And I, I, I they can't say that. Excuse I, you. Yeah, excuse me. Like, you know what, lady? <laughs> if I wasn't with my kids, of course, I'm an asshole. If Parenting's I tough is what it's you're saying. It's hard to manage Cap. these freaking kids. So like, you should, Especially when you're recording podcasts yeah, all day. Of and course you, can't you be shouldn't home. beat a woman up with her cane. I'm not <laughs> saying no. you should. But Cap, I, was I understand the, the mindset. And, All right. Well, sorry. And, and I want to say this to Joe's mom and everyone else out there who's got a problem with me. I'm fine with it. Just please do give us an iTunes review. And make it five stars. Tell me I'm a horrible person, but because of Turner's greatness, yes. give, give us a five-star review. When give you, us a five-star review, but with negative comments. Who yeah. cares? We, comments, I like it. Uh, that being said, uh, thumbs up. And subscribe and share. And if you chuckle, tell a friend. Ooh, that's, that's a, what we That should said. be our news. Our All right. Slogan. Should we get to lo- Oh, on the pod today, we have Ryan Hernandez. Ryan's a fantastic <laughs> comedian in New York City. He's from Salinas, California, which is as close as we could get to Mexico. He's not from Mexico? That's, that's as close Mexican as you boss. can get. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, we, it's a Mexican community in California. But I should have interviewed some of the, the guys on the streets when I was in Mexico, like the guy who was selling ice cream from well, because a, a couple weeks ago we shift ice cream truck. Or, we both went to Mexico. Yeah, so I mean, if I knew, we couldn't we find have, a Mexican. We have a lot of questions. Yeah, and we're gonna ask Ryan because he's we, he spent a lot of time in Mexico. We were both lost in Mexico. We were both separately. lost in Mexico. Ryan's gonna solve it for us. But we first, before that, let's get to Lost in America. Get to it. Play the music. Welcome back. All right. Welcome back. <laughs> Where did they go? I don't know where they left. They left to go listen to some tunes, yeah, some beautiful yeah. music. <laughs> Everybody's lost. Yeah. Uh, I, that I, I don't know how it goes. I always fast forward. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome back, everybody. To the podcast. That's a, <laughs> you know. Welcome back to the show. Thanks for returning. People. Okay. A couple weeks. I went to this because this is a Mexico themed show. So I'm going to talk a little Spanish for you. You're going to talk a little sp- Espanol? Well, I'm going to talk about Spanish in, in English. But right. I went to a soccer game. As we talked about last week, I went to that, um, the, the famed uh, New York Red Bulls the game. famed, one of the legendary clubs in the New York sports scene. It ended up being a legendary evening. So I went you out You invited there. me, and I don't even know where the stadium is. It's in New Jersey, I Okay, that's out. why I didn't go, So I, I go out there. But we had a box suite. Kerry Kellogg, yeah. shout out. you got to be a big shot in this town to get a box suite to the New York Red Bulls. <laughs> hey, tell man, you. I'll take what I can get. <laughs> So he sets us up. We go out there. We're watching the game. It's me, Joe Schaefer, my friend, Kerry Kellogg. Shout out. Um, Rob Stocky's with us from the pod. It's the yeah, pod all-stars. The pod, we got to get your other friend on, yeah. So we're out there watching the game. And then the announcements, we notice the opening announcements only in Spanish. Only. Not it's like both. In the United States of America, only in Spanish. Now, by the time Like when pod- they introduce the players, you mean? When they introduce the players. Uh, so- numero dos. Do that? Wow. Steve Hernandez. Right. But numero cinco. <laughs> Jamie Jones. Because it would take forever. And if, he, and if he did in English, too, it would be such a letdown after that great numero dos you just did. Well, exactly. And no, I thought it was fantastic because also it helps everyone learn Spanish. Yeah. Because first, we numero all know. Dos. I didn't know what that meant until you just said it. Now I know his number. He's obviously number two. If you grew I know up, the whole roster yes. by heart. If you grew up in the United States of America and you can understand numero dos, yeah. shoot yourself in the head. Yeah. <laughs> because everyone, we all took basic. This is what I learned um, going to Mexico. Yeah, and my wife, 
comes with barely nothing. She she got like an app and tried to learn. But there's so much you're just born with if you grow up in America. You're born with a certain level of Spanish that you don't even notice. And I thought it was cool because then we're listening to all the announcements. Most of the announcements, I think in the second half, they started to do bilingual. But well, the, the announcements to the player, like the, the like actual, who was subbing in, who's subbing that was out. A, that was a Spanish? The Spanish. Whole? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. Every once in a while, they would go English, too. The national anthem was in Spanish. No, I kind of want to bring back my Twitter handle to say numero once. There you my go. My Kaplan numero once. And so we asked one of the guys. We, we were um, in contact with a guy who works for the team. And he said, yeah, well, it's because like 70% of our audience is native Spanish speakers. Right. What does Trump think of this? This is, this is well, shocking. Well, by the time this pod comes out, Trump might be gone. Right. You should send this to Fox News. You should send video of this event. Yeah. Like, an American sport. <laughs> but they... It's soccer, though, so I guess you can. I mean, I, I haven't been to a soccer game in a long time. I went to a, uh, an L.A. Galaxy game well, that's in, Los Angeles, in Los Angeles. This was in Los Angeles, I mean. Oh, okay. And it was in the Rose Bowl, which seats like 100,000 people, and there was like 20,000 there, but they were all Mexican. It was like 90%. Yeah. It was before hipsters got into soccer. Before, before. Hipsters um, now love soccer. You're right. Before uh, Beckham. Right, but the hipsters love soccer, but we love it in we uh, we I say we like I'm a hipster, but Americans who think of themselves the way they used to like foreign films, they're like while you were gone, files. right? The, the foreign film became soccer. That was the new thing. Oh. So you're cool if you like soccer, but the, the really to be cool about it, you have to like European soccer champions, like Champions League games. People watch it. It's on. They're really into like Premier League. They're not so into like Spanish League and well, they know Barcelona, I guess. They don't know the Germans and the Italian leagues, but. MLS is not cool because it's it's like the the snobby factor is reduced to no it's American again it's not interesting oh yet, so. so there's no market for it except yeah, for yeah, there's no market except, except for, for people like, who actually love watching soccer yeah or transplants if you used to right. be like Mexicans or who yeah. live here now who are like well I'm not gonna fly home to Mexico to watch this so right. I might as well it's like if you really love basketball like there's those guys who like aren't. Uh, pedophiles, but they go to like high school basketball games and watch, even if their kids aren't playing. There's a couple. They just love, yeah, they just love or football. You know, they just love the sport. That's what. Or Sandusky was both. M- yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's what MLS is is for. Uh, you know, people who are probably Mexican or other Latin countries who love soccer or and they're in America now. And that was actually they like don't me. Don't want to go to the New York Giants uh, game or the- when Storm Shu and I used to go to Shanghai Sharks games in Shanghai. Yeah, we just love basketball, yeah, exactly. so we're going to watch anywhere, it. It's, yeah, it's a much lower tier. Uh, did level. they make announcements in English for you guys? They did actually. They did. I see. Yeah, they did. Now just that I think you. about it, you know, yeah. what? I have one note though that I would like to maybe we can. Because I like the idea of doing it in Spanish. Okay. I think, though, to appeal, if they want to get the hipsters to the games. Yeah, there were not, not a lot of hipsters. Right. They want to bring them in. They need to have an, a British announcer, too. Like, just do Spanish and then do English. Yes. You do need an English it, guy. Because who wants... On the pitch. Yeah, oh! Yeah, when I watch football on TV, I, and there's an American announcer, I almost want to mute it. I don't want to hear Americans talking about soccer. Wow. So, you know. That, what if they're from, like, I mean, Seattle, though? Or Portland. <laughs> that's no. Is that, I feel like that's the home of American. Well, soccer. since I'm in Portland right now, I'm gonna ask him. But I'm gonna, I'm gonna see if I can get the Portland accent. To well, I have an soccer. announcement. I'm a New York Red Bulls fan. Oh, okay. 100 percent now because I don't have a team until yeah. Sacramento gets a, can, a MLS team. We have a minor league team, Sacramento Republic, but they haven't moved up to MLS. minor leagues. MLS apparently, yeah. And I have one more announcement to make. Because my wife and I went to Mexico for three weeks because we still can't be together, right? But, I mean, I announced this last week, but I don't know how far you got in the pod. She's getting her green card next week. <laughs> I got to say it before Cap talks over me. So, yeah, she's going to be coming. And we're going to have her on the pod July 4th, baby. That's when she's coming? She's coming July like 4th? a week before it. That's so patriotic. I know. Wow. So oh, we're we'll going to be a good the... pod. Special Coming to America episode. July 4th episode, you and me and her, we're going to go out to Coney Island to the hot dog eating contest. We're going to show a real America. Wow. And I, now, this is big news. I'm glad you brought it up again so it doesn't get lost. I have a huge announcement, too. Let's do it. You just inspired me to make an announcement. 
Teddy Kaplan is allowed to be a New York soccer team fan. What team? I'm going to, but I won't go with New York Red Bulls because that's like the Manchester United of this town. I'll go with the New York football club. But Manchester United, <laughs> there was 12 people at the game. But How this is that? a big development because if I would, you know, I'd sooner him be gay than be a Mets fan. I said that a lot. <laughs> no offense to anybody out there. But, you know, he could be a New York sports fan of a soccer team. Or I'll Mike Piazza's that. both. Exactly. <laughs> Take that hammer. But uh, so there you go. We all have announcements. It's a big pod. All right. Well, congratulations. Yeah, yeah. Congratulations, Teddy Cap. Congratulations to the New York Football Club or the Red Bulls. I'll let him choose, actually. Whoever he picks. I'll let him pick. He has free reign there. All right. Um, oh, let's get to Ents. You almost forgot. Ents is an How can app. You forget? Yeah. Ants is a fantastic app. You can get it in the App Store where you can get all apps. <laughs> the special App Store. E-N-S-E. It's up to five-minute voice recordings yeah. right on your phone. You can say anything you want into there as long as it's you know not hate speech or whatever. I don't know what you the You can say hate are. speech. I don't think they have any. There's no laws against that? You're a moron. There's no, it's the Wild well, West out there in Ents. You can't yell. If you're, in a, if you're in a movie theater and it's crowded, you, you can't can, yell fire. Right. But you can ints it. You can ints it, baby. <laughs> if you have this urge, this repressed urge, you want to yell fire... Or you want it? Yeah, I'm not saying this is a good use for this app, but that's you know, why you need it. <laughs> you want to get just get the app so you might. It's in your pocket as an opportunity. Put it in your pocket. Put it in your pocket, and when you want to yell fire, it's <laughs> away, baby. <laughs> All right. Um, so it's up to five minute recordings. You can connect it directly to Twitter. It's good for um, voice memos, interviews, podcasts. Podcast. No, not for trying podcasts. to put us out of business. Yeah, that's what they're trying to, to do over there. Screw you, Ents. I mean, no, get Ents. Get Ents. All right, let's get to our guest. Get to him. Bring Ryan. him in here. Hernandez, baby. Uh, oh, one uh, one note on this pod. Right before, so I had a little bone to pick with Ents. Oh, right. Yeah. You're, right you're, why before, are we doing a promo for Ents? I don't know. We, we shouldn't were, be. We were like out in the streets here. They put us on the streets. Right before Ryan Hernandez showed up to the office, uh, to the studios, we got word from the higher ups, from the people upstairs at Ents Studios, from Ikram and the boys, that they need to close us down. Yeah. They all had to go to some party. He had a few pops in them. Some they wanted little, to go watch a hockey game. Some lavish New York City party. Yeah. And they threw us onto the streets. Yeah. And so we recorded this on location in Madison Square Park with yeah. Ryan Hernandez. A lot of uh, tourists were taking pictures of us, being like, this is celebrity. We're seeing like New York City podcasting. And this was stressful. Flesh. This was stressful because we had just recorded the Ari Fear episode, which we knew was going to be big. Right. We were following up a big interview. It was in our pocket, the SD card, and we were worried somebody was going to come in. Some other podcaster yeah, was going to come knock us out, steal the SD card, and release the interview on their podcast. Yeah. I saw the, the Sorry I've Been So Busy guys hiding in the bushes. Oh, Andrew Gold. An <laughs> yeah, Andrew yeah. Goldstein, Matt Goldich. They were yeah. swarming. Yeah, they were ready. So we kept them out. We, we, luckily, I carry a... I carry a knife, Swiss Army knife. Andy Curtin was flying in <laughs> from the Kung Fu Comedy All right. podcast. All right, so let's get to it. Let's bring live in Madison Square Park right live now. Live from Madison Square Park. Ryan Hernandez. Madison Park. Baby. <laughs> So we're back. We're in Madison Square Park. Yeah. We're on the run here. We got booted like. out of in studios. Yeah, I don't know what we Guys, said to have said. This <laughs> is the biggest office studio I've ever seen in my yeah, life. Recording. This, this is our park. I have done a shitload of podcasts, and by far, I want to know what your guys' rent is for this area. Because <laughs> it is humongous. We're we got the whole Madison Square Park. We got there's a fucking tree like right a, next to me. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Ryan Hernandez is our guest. So we just both went to Mexico. You're from Salinas, right? I am from Salinas, California. No, Otherwise, that's not Mexico. It's it's is secondary Mexico. I was say, I've never been there. Yeah, right. yeah. My parents are from Mexico, both right, of them. Oh yeah, where are they yeah. from? 
Um, this is going to sound gibberish to you because it's not Cancun or Tawana. Tawana. <laughs> Tawana. Juarez? No, Juarez. Juarez. Sinaloa? No, um, my uh, mother is from a little town called Piedras Negras, which is, I think it's pronounced Oia, which is on the borderline of between Mexico. It's a border town, basically. They are very famous there. They invented the nacho. Really? So you're welcome, guys. Yes. Nice. That is one thing. I thought that was not even invented in Mexico. No, it was. It was invented in Mexico. I saw it on the History Channel, so that means it's true. Uh, Uh, Is it spelled with an O, the town name? um, Piernas Negras. It just means black rocks. No, you said something. Oh, we as a state. Yeah. Oh, so it's yeah, just yeah. like Cal- so you're on the border of Arizona or no 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 Texas. Oh Texas. Okay. There's a little town called Eagle Pass, Texas, which is right there, and, and then Piedras Negras is right across from there. And so it's, it's like a either wall or going in your backyard or how far. There's is no that? there's no wall there. Surprisingly <laughs> enough, there's there's <laughs> future wall. Yeah, future wall. They're <laughs> yeah, just yeah. they're just building the, <laughs> the centers and everything. Instruments there. <laughs> yeah. And then my dad <laughs> and then <laughs> construction guys construction are out there with hard hats in your backyard. They go here you go get started son. I'm like damn it. By four we got a sixteen. Yeah. I'm <laughs> no, just checking. I'm and then, yeah, Salinas. I'm from Sacramento. Oh, you're from Sacramento? Okay, yeah, there we the go. Road. So, you know. Yeah. You know, we don't look like little Nello. Like, that's everyone else thinks. They, they, every time you see, you never seen that one ever. Anywhere else that's besides California, the Southwest, California, Arizona, Texas, yeah. they think every Mexican is just like five foot five, oh. dark with a dish apron wrapped around the waist. Because oh, okay. I'm like five <laughs> seven. I, I like that stereotype. I like to feel tall. So just, Dude, in Mexico, you'd be a king yeah. in certain parts. No, then my father, his uh, family's from Monterey, Mexico, oh, yeah. which is in Nuevo Leon, which is like, nor- it's all northern Mexico, but it's like, uh, it's it's northern Mexico, but it's like, that one's a little deeper in. That's like the equivalent of living in, I don't know, I'd say like Los Angeles, like a good metropolitan city, like Los Angeles, yeah, San Francisco. A huge city, it's Monterey. huge. Yeah, yeah, it's one of the good ones. It's like you fly, you can, because isn't like there and uh, Mexico City are like. The well, no, the, the 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 rankings, the way that it goes, Mexico City is just like New York, where it's just gigantic. Except yeah, that's three huge. Times bigger. Three it's times I, bigger. I only know Twenty many. times more populated. There's definitely no pulling out going on there, and uh, <laughs> it's just uh, that place is just like the Wild West. That's crazy. Like if you go there. Like, that's just one corner, it's, like, real nice, and the other corner, you're just getting robbed. It's, like, crazy. I remember seeing, a, like, a dog fight on the street. Yeah. But, like, everyone was gathering around with, like, money. No, oh, yeah. they, it's, yeah. the money came later. It's just basically they're both of them were fighting over anyway. food. Yeah. And, <laughs> <laughs> and someone just threw money in on there. And the second Michael most popular Vick, place is um, Guadalajara. Uh, ah, okay. It's in Jalisco, which is, like, nine. if you meet ten Mexicans, eight out of ten will say that they're from Guadalajara. Okay. That's like the place like everyone like, like that's like the best way like how everyone says from California like LA or whatever. Yeah, they yeah, yeah. say that's everyone that's, that's where real. Where you want to be from? Oh, that's everyone. I don't care. I don't really I'm not really like that connected. Away. But if you read someone from Mexico, yeah. more times than not they'll say they're from Guadalajara. Okay. And then why I don't maybe it's just I'm from California. I'm used to like a lot of me- being around a lot of Mexican people. There's like hardly any Mexican people in New York. Is that true? Or no, there is. it's because of the geography it's of it. Not, That's why. Yeah, I, I had to figure this out because like, same thing like I was telling you is just like everyone, I would tell them I'm Mexican or I start speaking Spanish and everyone would freak out. Reason being is because like, I'm a little over six foot, I'm light skinned yeah. and I kind of look Asian and everyone like freaks out. They're like, you're not Mexican, you're mixed with something else. Okay. And it's just like, no, I'm Mexican because... Well, both my parents Wait, obviously. You mean here in New York? Yeah. Uh, the reason people say they're so short is because the region that they come from. It's a state called Puebla, which is right oh. at the bottom of. It's the more the further southern you go, 
the more indigenous the people are. They're yeah. shorter, they're darker. Yeah. They're Guerrero, all those other places that are there. And it's just... Where's the food the best? Well, it's just where you like yeah. it. Some people like that more. I like where my family makes it from, which is where he's used to, California and yeah, everything yeah. like that, where literally, if it looks like it has roaches, it's freaking amazing. Yeah. Like, it's... Uh, like. But I will say, you live in Long Island City, so if you go to Corona, which is yeah. a little deeper into Queens, that's probably the best tacos that I've had. My <laughs> wife... Um, her mother came uh, and visited us, stayed with us for about a month, and we took her around, and God, this lady's from Mexico, and she's just f- the hardest person to please with food. Yeah, just like you take her anywhere, she gives you a grin like, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. get this atrocity out of my face. <laughs> like, that's on there. And I'm like, Jesus, lady. What are you trying to do Did here? She review on Yelp anything? Oh, dude, no? if she was a Yelp reviewer, she'd be the worst reviewer in the world. Like, just, she'd be, like, the worst food critic. Like, everyone would be so angry. Like, have you owned a restaurant and she came by and you attempted to serve Mexican food? Wait, so what does she like? Anything? She, no? Well, she likes, uh, we took her to one taco stand, which is on, what was on Roosevelt, I think, 86th. Over there, and she actually she told me about that place. Right. Her and okay, my wife, yeah, her and my wife were like, "Yo, you need to come here." I'm like, "What about this place?" They go, "Fuck that place. Yeah, this is the new place." Dude. How's so, the how's the guacamole where you're from? It's just <laughs> guacamole, guacamole. Oh yeah, he had an issue. Uh, here's the thing: Kaplan and I both, independently of each other, both went to Mexico. Not playing this in both the same area, <laughs> but we went to Recently. the same area. But it was on the it was in the. Uh, what part of Mexico did you guys go to? I was in Akamal, which is like an hour south of Cancun. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And he was similar area. Tulum, Akamal, the Mayan. Like, I always area. get annoyed at when I'm in America and I'm always like, this whole like make the guacamole at the table thing, it's this big racket in New York where they like charge you a lot of money for guacamole. It's- yeah, it's like a more of a presentation. Yeah. You're like, ah, like guacamole's only really supposed to cost like two dollars. Yeah. yeah. So, <laughs> we don't need like a whole like, Benny Hanna. It costs like two dollars there, but I didn't think it was very good. It was like, oh, I missed the I'm used to the New York presentation. All oh. dude, any, any, any all your listeners know this. I don't know your how far you're guys go but if it's foreign demographic all guacamole is is salsa mixed with avocados right. that's it that's the so simplest the recipe you can get it's gonna be the same here unless you got fucking radioactive avocados is the only way that yeah, i could imagine I don't need a guy like it's not a magic trick i don't need a guy at my table being like and then the av- right. yeah i know avocado goes in it's it. like, like uh, look at this knife like bro look you know how much this knife costs yeah. like no yeah. get out of here all right so i'm gonna give him more chances next time so what you like the mexican well i was having trouble with like the the basics of like I felt like in where we were maybe it's because a tourist area yeah you'd be like we're oh go man eat. You, and they would it, be like they try to talk you into like a French restaurant or a Thai no, restaurant well, no 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 well, you guys got well, the real this is this is where I saw from my wife's side of the family because Cancun that area that's a beach area right, beach town yeah. she's my wife she's from Nayarit which is like it's near Guadalajara La Hussein, but it's a beach town there. They're famous for ceviche. You've heard of that. Yeah, and all that. Yeah. But, too, but, yeah. but the thing about the, if the really, really good restaurants don't actually charge you for food. Mm. What? Trip out on that. I didn't know this I'm until sure they I went to America. No, no. What, no, what they do, <laughs> what you actually do is you go and you sit down, even though beer's cheap there, but they actually they ante up the price of beer a little bit more. So, like, instead of a beer, a Corona being like $2, it'll be like $3.50. But what they do is they bring you a bucket of them. You can only order them in buckets. And as you're drinking, they just bring out food. Really? Consistently and just serve you. And, you and as, long, as, as long as you don't order it. They, yeah, they'll just bring it out. As long wow. as you keep serving, as long as you keep eating, I mean, keep drinking, they'll keep bringing you out so food. if you don't drink, then you got to Yeah, food. if you don't drink, you're just fucking <laughs> shit out, out of luck. Yeah. Get out of here. What are you we doing here? Maybe Mexico. that's what, And then we dumbed it all the way down to just you get uh, you get chips and salsa for free. Yeah, well, that drives me crazy. Maybe in, that was in New York. York that. Yeah, yeah, maybe. <laughs> These fancy places here where they like, charge you for chips and salsa. And that, it's, it's always everywhere. Well, also the food was like like where we were. It was totally different. It wasn't like the Tex-Mex. 
you get, or like that mix, you know, northern Mexico, whatever. Yeah. It was, as you said, a beach town, so there's like a lot of fish. Yeah. It wasn't, I remember there was no, uh, yeah, um, on the beach, you like get like enchiladas, like non existent. Yeah, you didn't find a lot of that stuff. That's what you it was. Know? Yeah, because you have to understand the part of Mexico yeah. you're in. It's just like, if you're at a pier and you're like, where's your burgers? Like, that's. Yeah, What's a good burger here? I, I felt like the Huevos Sancheros there was almost like for the tourists who expected it. Like, I didn't feel like. I don't know. Well, there's, there's, a, just a, there's a pair of mariachi just waiting to play <laughs> yeah. for you right there. Like, like, yeah, Kaplan, because yeah. I went to over to Tulum where you yeah. were one day, and I feel like it was like there must have just recently been some New York Times article about it because yeah. it was all New Yorkers. You there's could a lot tell. of New Yorkers there. Yeah, yeah. And they were, it was like Mexico for them. Yeah. But to, did you get raped by mosquitoes over there uh, when you're in Tulum? Just sexually oh, assaulted. Oh, Jesus. Just assaulted. Yeah, That's yeah, the yeah. only thing I hated about going to Cancun is just you get yeah. obliterated yeah. by mosquitoes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You just give up after a while. Like, you know what? Fuck it. Yeah, you're going to eat me. You're going to eat me. I know. And then some lady was like, uh, oh, my mom's friend, because we were with the family. She's like, my wife was there, and she's like, are you guys worried about Zika? And we're like, what? what's still going on? I didn't even know. Dude, like, my wife and my wife's Chinese. She never. She's like, what are you even talking about? And then the lady's like, well, that was like two you know, years ago, Fed. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but this is what she really wanted to know. Because then she goes, oh well, uh, if you're planning on having kids in the next six months, you really shouldn't go to Mexico because right. you could get Zika. So are you worried about? Like it was her way of asking for having you kids. Feel like you're a bad. Yeah. Oh, All she wanted to know, was, but it wasn't like. She didn't think that was polite. So just have a drink. And then so she felt like asking if we had Zika was a better way of doing it. Yeah, just say, do you have Zika, asshole? Don't be. Did <laughs> yeah, uh, uh, you didn't catch any down there, no? I don't, not as far as I know. I don't know Did how. Did your wife how give you Zika? We don't ever know those people there. Yeah, I mean, she's about to get in the country. And then they, um, I want to ask about this. They, uh, whenever they, like, not everyone, but a few different times, people would see my wife. And they come up to us and be like, oh, are you like, Chinese? And then they do like slant eyes. Yeah. Yeah. Slant yeah. That's the one thing I will say. What I love. To no, her face. No, no, hold on. Mexican people are the most racist, like non-evil people in the yeah. world. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like completely. Like, dude, I have I have a cousin that there is some lineage of African American, uh, Afri not African, but just African in there because he's yeah. black as hell. Okay. And his nickname that my grandpa's never called him is just Negro, yeah. black. No. That's, yeah, yeah, that's yeah. his nickname. Yeah. <laughs> and if you, if you explain it to other people, they're like, that's horrible. Why would you say that? Yeah, like, but hey, if you black. tell it to like, just like anyone else who's right there, your family, or even just other Mexicans, they'll be like, oh yeah, that's Negro right there. That's, that's not sure. I knew this girl, uh, who was like, who's Ali, she's like, she's Mexican, but she looked like slightly Asian. So her nickname was just China. Yeah. Everyone just called her China. Huh. <laughs> That's all the kids used to call me when I was in school. Because for whatever reason, like, I have a little bit of slanted eyes. Yeah. Like, that's just how I, I don't know what, what the background on that is. Yeah. But they, when I was in elementary school, all the kids would make fun of me. they call me Chino. And they <laughs> really? would, like, yeah, they would put their head, their fingers, like, side, like, make the little mm -hmm. slanted eyes thing. in America? Yeah, it's America. Oh. I went, no, 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 not that. I, went to, I went to a migrant school. I went to a migrant school. Oh, so, like, all my schools, yeah, all, all my schools were field workers' kids. Yeah. So it's just basically yeah, you would go there and you would try not to like be different that's yeah. the one thing yeah, very yeah, passive yeah. culture don't stand out yeah. yeah so yeah they would do it and like my wife wasn't even when they would come up to her they'd be like oh they do like the slant eyes and go china china and she wasn't yeah. even offended she was just like she, at first she was like surprised yeah and then she's like well, and then they started no... saying ching chung ching and then she's like wait a minute guys i don't even get that like they know she's asian and would they do that for any age? Like, were they? I guess there was like, like double Japanese, checking. Like, what would they? Would they do the not do the eye thing? But then like, she was just like, yeah, like it, I don't feel any like. There's nothing ill about what they're doing. So she's like, I don't take offense to it because right. like I don't know, whatever. Did you guys? So you guys were in. The, how long were you guys in those areas for? I was there for three weeks. 
I was only there a week. Only a week? So, yeah. Do you guys run into any drug dealer bars on accident? No, but I feel like we're like a highly protected, you know what I mean? He's uh, like, I don't know. Our security had like 18 47 I don't know. We went down an alley. We went here in the town one day trying to like find a restaurant your mom recommended. Yeah. And I've never had a dog bark scare me before where I jumped, but there was like a German shepherd on a rooftop. That was oh, like really? A, like, oh, that could have been. And everyone was talking about the street. And so maybe yeah, I didn't think about it as a drug den. Or it seems super <laughs> safe to it's, me. It's, yeah. it's so, we yeah, yeah. I'd say it's, for, it's weird because everyone you can take yourself out of it. So I yeah. was very confident I can win a fight. You know? You're like, look, I ain't seen a machete or two in my life, all right? I'm not scared of all this. No, I went to, when I was in Cancun, I, uh, uh, we took a cat. Well, actually, I did. I would get wasted, and then I would be like, "I want to see the real Mexico." Yeah, yeah. And I would, I would leave the the resort, and I would go to. Uh, and I, I this is one of the crazy. I think I should have like died this time. Where like I left the resort, and in between, because where we were staying at in Cancun was in between. It was actually in between Playa del Carmen and Cancun, just this yeah. long straightaway of all those resorts. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. what happened was you had to check out, and I snuck out. And I just waved down a cab, and then I was like, the first cab that came, I was like, how much you go to um, play the Carmen? And he goes, 20 bucks. I go, 20 bucks? Fuck that. And I'm like trying to talk him down. He takes off on me. Oh, okay. A regular car, not a cab. It was a fucking, <laughs> it was a Grand Prix just comes up, and some Mexican guy comes in. He goes, where are you going? I go, play <laughs> the Carmen. That's and then I go, he goes, I go, how much? He goes, I oh, don't know how much you want to give me. I'm like, 10 no. bucks. Yeah, and he goes, get coming. in. Nice. And I'm like, I'm, dude, I'm like 22. I'm that's dumb. Mexican yeah, Uber. Dude, I get, yeah. <laughs> I get in. This pre, there's a rate. I'm calling an Uber with a fucking razor. But like, I go, I'm in the car. And I remember like, I'm kind of drunk. Halfway to there, because I've been to Playa the Carmen a couple times, so I know the time limit to get yeah. there. Yeah. Halfway I'm through that, I'm just like, holy shit. I'm in this guy's car. He just gave me a beer. He's drinking with me. Nice. He's touching my leg. No, and, and he's asking me questions about America. I go, I am going to get kidnapped or raped no, or, no. Both. or both. By yourself. And then by myself. And then, like, it's just the scariest thing. I'm freaked out. And, like, you start coming to and you're, like, start getting all, I got all weird on him. Yeah. Uh, coincidentally enough, nicest guy just left me. He's like, there you go. Really? Ten bucks. Thank you. Nothing else. And was any point where you're like, you know what? I'm just going to tell him to stop. I'm going to jump Dude, out. I was thinking, dude, I was thinking, like, if anything weird happens, I'm just going to open the door and roll out. Yeah. That's what my mindset at the time is. Yeah. And I'm just thinking all these things because they just started talking about, like, kidnappings <laughs> and torturing yeah. and, like, beheadings. And I'm, like, Jeez. freaked the fuck out. Yeah. But, uh, reaction if you told her you got in a car with a stranger in yeah. Mexico? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's crazy. That's just, like, like, there's no reason for me to do that. I should be on a fucking milk carton over there, like, 22-year-old. <laughs> yeah. Like, my mom's uh, final dream, she always, she's always, she's a worryful person, so her thing is always a me getting kidnapped. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, that's fucking the stupidest thing yeah. I ever heard yeah. in my yeah. life. Yeah. And I put myself I in the exact situation yeah. to do that. But it's just like, I just hanging out there, I just would talk to locals, and they, they made me really nice, like, in general. Yeah. Like, and so, like, I would go, oh, where's, where's this, where's that? And I made a couple friends, and I remember they took me to this bar. It was, like, at 2 o'clock in the morning, finally. And they take me to this bar, and it's the same thing. It's, like, a little alleyway, and there's a front of the bar, and then there's a side door. I go, why are we going to the side door? They let me in, 
And like this place was fucking amazing. Like you, it looked like a hotel restaurant bar. Okay. Like and it looked like a little piece of shit shack from the outside. Yeah. And there's these beautiful women and like all these different groups. And I order a drink and they don't even charge me during the go here. Just take it. Yeah. And I at that point I'm just like holy shit I'm in a drug dealer bar. Like that's right there. That's right there. I go holy shit I'm in a drug dealer bar. And so like at that point because I'm kind of a crazy drunk I start yelling and start being loud and like rowdy. So then I go, right, like I tell myself, I go, Ryan, you need to watch how much you drink. Like okay. what you're used to in the States or even the resort. Yeah. I blacked out the night before. You cannot do yeah, yeah, yeah. here that's listed on there. And uh, sure enough, I sit down with these kids. We're hanging out. We're having a good time. Guy next to us just fucking just busts out cocaine and really? starts doing it on a table. And I'm like, Jesus Christ, this really is a drug dealer oh bar. That was, wait, more, that's uh, in yeah. that area? That's in the, no, this was in uh, Playa de Carmen. This okay. is the Playa de Carmen that was right there. Dude, you got far. Institute. <laughs> I'm telling you, not the smartest person in the world. <laughs> yeah. nah, Needs to say, I didn't get prostituted or I didn't get raped, but yeah. it's just like, I mean, that was like the most nervous drinking I've ever done in my life. Like, you know, like when you're able to like let loose, yeah. like that was like, no, you're not letting loose. You're just staying this confined. Like and how the fuck dude. am I getting a ride home? <laughs> Yeah, sort of, like, not quite to that extent, but, like, my sketch thing I did in Mexico, I was in Juarez. Have you been to Juarez? Whorehouse. Let's do it. Yeah, <laughs> that is super, that's a, nuts. That place yeah, is crazy. well, I went cross-country both, and both times I ended up in Juarez somehow. Yeah. I think it was Juarez. Juarez is but, so dangerous. But the second time yeah. I, was so dangerous. <laughs> I was by myself, and I was doing that whole, like, What I year was this? This was in, like, 2002. I know it because it was actually September, like, 10th, because I mean, I was. Okay. But, uh. Uh, I was by myself and in that like phase where I'm like, oh, I'm not worried about anything kind of yeah, thing. Yeah, so you don't I went give a Torres, shit. And it was like during the early evening hours because I was staying in a hotel in El Paso. Oh, is that the town? Yeah, over? yeah. El Paso. Yeah. But like it didn't take long for me. Like I could not just like walk around. I'm like, I'll go to some bars or whatever. It'll be a fun adventure. And it's, <laughs> some like, guy goes here, hold these bags. I, I will a- see you in a week. <laughs> <laughs> if anything's missing, yeah. you will be missing limbs. <laughs> this is before they were like bodies of uh, the whole drug war, thank God. But um, I picked up like a gang of like... Uh, Brothel owners, I guess, or representatives. It was like white guys. It was like they were just who was later the, the best man at your wedding. Yeah, <laughs> they were all trying to sell me on their establishments. Yeah, and it was like by me. I was like I was like negotiating by like saying no to them. So I was like, yeah. I just want to go drink and some <laughs> authentic Mexican. Oh, food. dude, they, were, they thought you were running a hard bargain. They, yeah. Eventually, I gave in because this guy's like, this girl's guys are girls with diseases. That girl's guys will, will, will rob from you. <laughs> you know what? And I'm like, all right, all right, all right. I'm just gonna go to. Oh, one. They, was, were they alone. his girls or he was trying to like? He was basically they, knocking they other all, people's girls. They knocking other people. Yeah, oh. like, it's a terrible way of promoting. Like, yeah, this idea in my this head, one, no diseases. <laughs> 20 bucks, though. <laughs> so I, like, Great I stopped deal. briefly at the one that I thought was the least shady, that was like, more like a bar. I'm like, can I have a drink somewhere? He and pointed then, at a girl, uh, this one's Zika. Don't touch like, it. I had like one drink, and I was like, you know what? The best part of this, the best story here would be just to leave without like paying or anything. Just get out of here before something bad happens. Yeah. So I just took off, oh, and yes. I'm wandering in Juarez, I think. I didn't pay for my drink. You're, you should not be alive. Yeah. I, re- I reversed the border commute on September. Are we talking to you or your ghost that just yeah, never I went know. to heaven? So I proved, yeah, I proved <laughs> you can. Uh... In like 2010, I went to El Paso for this meeting with this like rancher guy, this pecan rancher, farmer, whatever you call him. Pecan rancher? It's <laughs> the whitest thing this whole yeah. podcast has yeah. said yeah. right now. Be like the pecan pecans to China. <laughs> oh, business expansion. It's business. Yeah. And he okay. lived on, there was a wall in his backyard, like at the end of his farm. You can see it. You okay. know? Yeah. And, uh, it was a model, was but go ahead. <laughs> no, no, it was a blueprint. Send the blueprint to Trump. Guys. A lot of people don't know this. We've had parts of a wall for a really long yeah. time. Right. It's not brand new. So anyway, what? he's like, yeah, right. Right on the other, this is like Trump's seven wall. miles outside of El Paso, and he goes right on the other side of that town. 
uh, the wall is like a little town, uh, right. uh, uh, like a suburb of Juarez. And he goes, uh, last week, um, the 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 like chief, the police chief of the town was killed. Yeah. And so then they sent in a new police chief. A day later, he was killed, and his head was on the steps of the town hall. Jesus, yeah. But not to say that no, but. Ever, I don't hey, want to make hey, it. Hey, he looks at you and he goes, he, he, goes, he goes, now how many pecans do you want? <laughs> 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. Is pecan code here for like drugs or is it really pecans? I mean, it ended up falling through. We yeah, didn't do the deal. You can snort like You'll five over. pecans, you'll be yeah. good. Don't yeah. worry, the, buddy. The Juarez pecan lords. You don't want to get into those cartels. <laughs> what? They're find, dangerous. Most places cartel. are all right in Mexico. It's the border yeah. towns. That well, it's the, the border towns that are like, re, like well, it's weird because I used to go to like Bellas Negras when I was a kid and it never was an issue. Like you literally couldn't walk across the border and it wasn't an issue. Yeah. And most of the Border Patrol guys, if they were there, would, like, wave to you like you knew, hey, yeah. what's going on? But it's just, like, I haven't been there since, like, probably about, like, 2007, 2008. Yeah. And that's just when it went apeshit and it yeah. just the cartels went crazy. Yeah. But still, like, the Yucatan, it's all safe. Yeah. yeah Tulum is, like, very... Well, it is a third like world. A- it still is a foreign country. That's not... See, the problem is, is because, like, we were talking about earlier, like, we have this cowboy mentality. Right. Like, we get a little liquor and it's like... Fuck it, I want to see the real Mexico. Yeah, or like, yeah, oh, I fuck, I want to do this. I ain't scared. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, the worst I've seen is a bar fight. Like, yeah, it's the worst yeah, that yeah, I've yeah, seen. Exactly. And I'm going to these places where they literally chop people's heads off on the internet. <laughs> and I'm just like, hey, guys, let's tone it down a yeah. second. No, <laughs> it just doesn't work that way. The real just trying to have a good time. <laughs> it's the like, same as, like, going into, like, uh, a real Mexican place in Corona. It's I think same, that's... It's the same part of the brain. Yeah, it's, it's kind of like the idea of Jurassic Park just with drug dealers instead of dinosaurs. Like... I did like is they had when I was at the airport because I just sit like my my uh, wife went back at like noon and my flight wasn't until six so I sat in the airport uh-huh. and did work and they had a mariachi band oh that airport I think almost like on call dude mariachi, there's also a guy Fieri's dude, in that airport people don't know but mariachi bands are the most expensive things in the world really? oh hell yeah oh. if you go for like. For the most part, because what they do is they lure you in. They'll be like, "Oh, a song, ten dollars." Yeah. And then they'll be like, they'll, they'll like they'll play a little song for you. Cool, you'll be there. And the way they get you, because they got my dad like this one time, where it's just like you'll start liking it and you'll like keep playing. Okay. And they'll and they'll go like, okay, and they keep playing. And usually, what is that first song is like ten bucks. Then they charge a ridiculous amount. I remember up after that. Well, just like it's winged. Yeah, they're yeah, just yeah. like they're there and they're just playing, and all of a sudden, at about fifteen minutes in, they're like, "All right, hundred and fifty bucks." Yeah, yeah. And you're yeah, like, yeah. "What?" And they're like, "Yep, you're that's like, no, what it we, is." We went in and out of fifteen yeah, yeah, different yeah, songs. Yeah, it's just like you just don't know, and you and you and usually you'll end up either bargaining with them and they'll take whatever cash. But yeah. it's just like those are the most expensive. Like even like a quinceanera or like I remember. Um, when I got married to my wife, her father, my wife's father wanted to get us a mariachi band. Yeah. And just like, well, even when we were looking just at the prices, like they started out at $500, $700. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, then I don't Did know what's do going on at this airport, but like every <laughs> once in a while they would play for somebody coming out. Yeah. Like whoever hired them. United like, when Airlines, my wife United comes Airlines back, hired them. They were trying to do some yeah, customer repair. But I thought it was genius. Well. I was like, we need bands in our airport. Oh, yeah. It's all, it, it is. It is. And it's way fun if you're sitting that there. Yeah. Shit show, and it's though. just like, because they play. The thing is, it's, it's, it sounds like like that, like kind of yeah. exciting, but like when they get into it, they play pretty much the equivalent to like Spanish country music. Yeah. And like 
older men and dads they'll start crying and they get really oh, into really? it yeah oh, hell yeah <laughs> my dad you put a couple bottles of booze in them and then you start playing uh oh, spanish music yeah. he'll start crying he'll start like talking about his like regrets in life <laughs> and he'll point at me as one of them and it's just like it's just it goes from there it's crazy so what about cinco de mayo because I it? was there during Cinco de Mayo, and we're at nothing. They didn't even mention it. Yeah, it was because not it's talked about. Be, it's, 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 a more, part, it's more, right? actually more of an American holiday than it is anything that's else. Do like. you know what an actual Cinco de Mayo is? It's, I'm, that's what I'm asking. Okay, so the 5th of May. Yeah, it's like the day Spanish. on the calendar. No, uh, what it basically is, the most, biggest misconception, and by the way, I laugh how horribly racist it is here in the States. Because it's, 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 it's just like... We just want an excuse to get drunk. Oh, no, that part I understand. But the part that makes me, like, giggle and laugh so hard on the inside is you'll see, like, uh, you'll see, like, four white graphic designer girls with just, like, fake mustaches and big sombrero do, yeah, doing, yeah, doing little, like, air guns. And I start laughing. My, wa- my wife gets furious, but it's hilarious okay. to me. But uh, what it basically is is... Um, it is the Battle of Puebla, the place I was telling you in southern Mexico. Yeah. What it basically is is uh, it's everyone thinks it's Mexican independence. Day. It yes. is not a Mexican independence. Day. No. What it basically is uh, is uh, after uh, Mexico got its independence from Spain, uh, they did it with the help of the French. Then the French turned around and tried to take over Mexico. Okay. And so what it basically is is independent Mexico fought off. Uh, uh, France in a huge wow. battle in Puebla and where like it kind of was like a 300 thing where it was like all odds against them this was like the uh. world's best military at the time against I think it's Benito Waters I want to say which is like ended up being a president later but it's just like this small group of like fighters and they like beat they beat uh, the, the French, French. And so through that, that was a big famous battle won, and oh, they celebrate I that. Did not know that. And then, so, so what it is is in that it's more or less in that town of Puebla and everything. They celebrate so it's it regional. like crazy. It's regional, more or less. I've seen it celebrated in other parts of Mexico, but not like to the extent it is here. What it basically is here is a lot of the alcohol companies yeah, basically it. took I mean, over. I feel like if they advertised that it was an anti-French, it would be even more popular. Well, I was going to say, if, <laughs> <laughs> if they just start like, handing out cologne, like, like, yeah, fuck the French you know, too. If the French would win that war, I think. I'd be supporting the wall. These damn. <laughs> Wait, what, dirt. Listen, what Pierre. Yeah. Like, what if they won and like Mexicans, everyone just spoke French? Oh yeah. my God. <laughs> you guys are native French. There'd be no guacamole. Yeah. Like, make your own. Uh, oh, it's like custard. Table. It'd be awful. Crumble the table. I like singing them even more now. Yeah. Yeah, so I'm, next year, next year we're gonna. I'm definitely. Dude, I got to Cancun. You got to try the croissants. They're amazing there. <laughs> oh my the God. escargot in, in Juarez is fantastic. <laughs> How would it affect the brothels? Oh, Jesus. They, yeah. They, you know what's funny is there's always a Mexican, big Mexican boxing match on Cinco de Mayo. For whatever oh, reason, there, there always is. When I was there, there. Every single time there was. The funniest I cracked up on was Floyd Mayweather because he beat up um, Oscar De La Hoya I, who on Cinco de Mayo, and he took it upon himself oh no. to fight a Mexican or Spanish person every Cinco de Mayo for like no, six years straight. Really? Yeah, Smart. it was hilarious. He's just such a piece of shit. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Maybe respect him a little more. I'm like, hey, he's, I mean, I, French yeah, guy. he's one of the best. Yeah, he's giving, some, he's giving some Mexicans some work. Why not? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but this year, no, they had because I was down there. It was uh, two Mexican guys in Vegas fought. Each. Yeah, it was uh, Julio Cesar Chavez Jr. and it was Canelo Alvarez, which is Canelo Alvarez, just so you know. uh, Mexicans, 
love boxing. That's right. like one of our biggest Wait, things. This, uh, the Julio Cesar Chavez, like he's got a son? Yeah, that's what I was going to get to. Oh so, so, so Julio Cesar Chavez, who was like the king, the Wayne Newton, or just like how iconic. Like if you, if you ever want to make a Mexican person mad, just say Julio Cesar Chavez is gay and that Mexican <laughs> will try to kill you because he is like, there's two people you don't mess with in Mexico. Right. It's Julio Cesar Chavez and Vicente Fernandez, which is like one of the like macho like singer. Yeah. Oh, that. that's the worst insult you can tell them. <laughs> <laughs> he will fight you instantly for that he's person's honor, that. even though he's never met him. Hilarious. So uh, that his son right. is a boxer, which uh, sadly enough, he's not that great. In the ring, I'd be telling him, your dad's gay. Your yeah, dad's gay. <laughs> just getting them all angry. Uh, and Canelo Alvarez, which is the next best thing. He's yeah. been like yeah, the next, the name, si yeah. since uh, De La Hoya, he's been the next best Mexican boxer. He's a white guy. He's a, basically a ginger right. Mexican. Okay, yeah. And he's just like Better super Spanish, career, uh, yeah. super old school. Like he, each one of his fights has to include a horse. Nice. That's how Mexican this guy is. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, they fought each other for leader of the Mexicans and uh, the, the, the guy, they, the guy who wanted one. Yeah, I love it. All right, so where should, where should it, uh, what's like a place that no one knows about that would be a good place to go? In Mexico? Yeah, it's not like Cancun. Uh, to be honest with you, Nayarit, where my wife, where my wife's family's from. Yeah. That place, I don't know the state exactly, I just know it's near Jalisco. But that place is amazing. Like, there's not a lot of tourists there. There is, um, it's an amazing beach town. Yeah. Everything's dirt cheap. Do like, they good huevos? That's all I want. We have a I think they have it everywhere. <laughs> I think that's just a country. I, I, really good I didn't go to any country and have a safe bet that the eggs are going to be good. <laughs> <I have> eggs. <laughs> you're going to be Brazil? Well, How are your guys' eggs? No uh, chickens in I this country. Be made, no, yeah. <laughs> no, but oh, that cool. place right. I love, that's, that's a beach town. Uh, if you're going somewhere fancy, like, like I mean, not fancy, just like more public and known. Yeah. Puerto Vallarta, I do that over Cancun. Yeah. Or even if you're Cancun, go to Playa de Carmen. Yeah. I love that place there. That, I always had a good time. Did you, you, you guys Did you guys snorkel at all? What's that? Did you guys snorkel at all while you guys were in Cancun? Just there, just in the cenote. Oh, so I'm, I want it for two Wait, things Wait, why now. do you like it? We went, well, we went to this private island, and like they, they, it was like in a little trip thing that they gave us, and yeah. it was fun. We went to this private island, and the guys... Hilarious. They told us, okay, so this is a snort, like, whoever, like, we're going to show you guys some sharks. They fed some sharks. Uh -oh. Then I'm they go, the then sharks. they go, yeah, they, it was crazy. Like, they, they, and then all of a sudden they go, yeah, we're going to go snorkeling in the same water that you just saw all these sharks in. Oh, yeah. And I was like, that's no good. And then I was just like, fuck it. I'm, I've never done this. Let me try this. And so there's the, the grief. So we're still shallow, and they go, okay, we're going to go, we're going to swim out here, you're going to put your snorkeling gear, they showed us how to snorkel, yeah. like, and general stuff, and they go, you're going to follow me, but you have to know how to swim. And I was like, I know how to swim, I've, whatever. Okay. So we go, and we start going, and it's actually really fun, and it was cool. The snorkel messes on me, I'm seeing, I'm seeing, like, fucking fish, starfish, corals, like, it looks pretty dope. I'm like, my wife didn't go, I'm like, oh, she's missing out. This is amazing. I'm having fun. And I look up and he keeps going. And I'm like, all right. And then so I keep following him. But then I don't know if you ever, have you snorkeled. Yeah. So, you know, like it, it fucking starts going in your nose a little yeah, bit. Yeah, yeah. And then and I look at the guy and he goes, tighten it. That's why it's going in your nose. Oh. And so I start tightening it and my forehead starts hurting because the thing's so tight. And I could still feel like a little bit of water, if at very worst, when in I'm breathing, nose. salt going in the back uh, of my throat. Yeah, that's that's. And so, like, I, I'm just thinking, I'm like, the filter, like, it's keeping the water out, but I think the, the salt vapor is just in my throat. Yeah. And so I'm just choking and I'm coughing, and he keeps swimming, and we're in a group. It's like 
12 of us? Yeah. And he keeps swimming. And I'm like, hey, man, I don't think I can. And he goes, he goes, do you want me to get the boat for you? And yeah. there's a boat following us, like, for safety reasons. Yeah. And only one person gave up, went on the boat, and it's a girl. And I mean, with a bunch of guys, I'm like, I'm not <laughs> fucking giving <laughs> up. I'm not being the one guy who's giving up and going on this boat. So I'm like, I'll still go. Screw it. And so I go. Dude, this at point turned from snorkeling into a cross-country swim. Oh, like, I'm just tired. And I'm like, hey, can we turn back? And he goes, we're almost there. Yeah. We get to the front, and he goes, hey, the current's pretty crazy, so we're just going to float here oh. <laughs> for a while oh, until it goes off. So we wait there for 20 minutes, and I'm just trying not to die. And I'm, like, swimming making myself tired. Yeah. And all of a sudden, I'm like, oh, wait, I got a life vest on. So, <laughs> <laughs> so I start floating, and I'm just, like, happy with the rest. And all of a sudden, we start swimming back. And as soon as I get to that, oh, I know what it was, too, was as we're, they say, be careful with the coral because if you cut yourself, yeah. you start bleeding and sharks oh yeah and then so as we're halfway going back i scrape my knee on a fucking coral reef and uh, i just hear the scratch and i start freaking out and you know when you're like have a snorkel you're underwater you're not supposed to panic yeah and so i start getting myself super tired start swimming back to the shore like i see like from here to this tree that you see about like no more than like 20 feet maybe yeah and i start like going crazy and swimming back to the shore as fast you as i can you saw a shark? no no just swimming back to the shore oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. panicky getting out of the water yeah I get on the land, and literally I felt like I swam, like, 30 miles. <laughs> like, they had lunch ready for us. I'm like, get that shit the fuck away from Dude. me. My wife gives me a beer. I slap it out of her hand. I go, give me water. Yeah. Dude, I threw up everywhere. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah. Like, you know when you, like, run? When, like, you run, you haven't run in a long yeah. time? I threw up everywhere. Oh. I was like, is that guy okay? I, ever since then, I'm like, fuck snorkeling. I will I, never do that ever can again. Can I tell you, the only I have been with you and your uh, brother and your sister-in-law yeah. out in Key West, and we yeah. were on a boat drinking, and we are going to go snorkeling, and I jumped in, and I did exactly what just happened to you with the water and this. Yeah. And there was, a, yeah, the only person on the boat was a girl. I said, fuck it, I'll be a girl. Yeah. <laughs> I got back in the boat. That's why I'm saying I was, like, proud of myself. Like, you know, I figured it out. I figured no, out to breathe it no. uh, out there in If DC. one guy would have got on that <laughs> boat, I would have went on that boat. But God damn it, I was not going to be that one guy. Yeah. That would be the only dude. <laughs> All right, well, we'll get to the news in a minute. Do you have anything for you, anything to promote? Um, I, when are you guys putting this out? Uh, a week, uh, like 10 days from now. 10 May. days from now, okay. Yeah. Um, by then it'll be done, but I do a monthly show, if you guys are in New York City area, at New York Comedy Club. Uh, it's called Too Big to Fail. Uh, it's just a showcase that I put on, put all, like, I've, you've done, the, oh, you've done the other, I gotta get you on this one. One of Let's these coming up, yeah, 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 yeah. It's uh, monthly, this one's on the 21st, I think it'll be out by then. But uh, look, just, the week? Uh, it's, it ranges, it's usually, oh, cool. it's usually Wednesday or Tuesday. Nice. This one's a Sunday for whatever reason. But you can go on uh, my website, ryanhcomedy.com, and it has the specific dates on there or anywhere else that I'm doing. Uh, also follow me on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter, at Ryan Hernan is the name, or just Ryan Hernandez Comedy. But anything else there. Do you go back to Northern California and do comedy at all? Yeah, I, do, I try to do it once a year uh, that's on there, but uh, try to make a go there, visit my mom, see, make a little bit of money. I try to mix it in between there and L.A., so it's We got listeners fun. there, so that's what Oh, saying. nice, Northern California? Yeah. yeah. What, what? Salinas, 831, bitches. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Sweet. All right, cool. Uh, yeah, let's get to the news. All right. All 
thanks to Ryan Hernandez for being on the pod. We had to jet. He was. I, I had to get home. That was my fault. Ryan wants to do the news with us. Yeah. But, uh, the Randy was. My wife had some drinks plans. I kind of misunderstand. I don't pay attention sometimes. <laughs> she thought I was coming home. I thought we were keeping the babysitter. So we'll get Ryan back sometime. She, yeah. She gave me a little look when I walked in. She wasn't too happy because I was late. Even so, but you oh know, really? It, it was. It was a good interview though. So it was a great interview. She enjoyed the episode. Thanks, Ryan. We'll get you back for the full thing. Yeah. Um, but let's get to the news. Chinese tourists. This comes to us to from China Smack. China Smack. Chinese tourist bit by snake in Thailand. A video of a Chinese tourist in Phuket, Thailand, visiting Phuket. S- Phuket. It's called Phuket. Phuket, isn't it? It's called Phuket. Oh, all right. Yeah. Why is everyone now questioning my pronunciation of Asian? Oh, that's when right. I was in Phuket, I called it Phuket. You're right, you said Phuket. it wrong. You're right. It's Phuket. I forgot. <laughs> so in Phuket, Thailand, um, a Chinese tourist is visiting a snake park and tried to catch a kiss with the snake. Okay. And shockingly, the, ki- the snake bit the lady in the face. The snake bit the lady in the face because she tried to kiss it. Yeah, she's trying to kiss the snake on the lips. And she's, and who's surprised by this? I don't know. Why idea. would you try to kiss a snake? Was she wasted? The top Chinese comment reads, China's like nine, an animal lover. The top Chinese comment reads, China's 960 square kilometers of land isn't enough for you to play on. You have to go abroad to burn money. So Chinese people are mad that she's going to other countries to kiss I mean, but Phuket is like a tourist, like, it's like a crazy party like euros from all over the place so you can't get mad about chinese people getting in on the fun well if, a chinese person was mad oh they're they're very nationalistic in the sense that if you're gonna go oh. abroad don't go get <laughs> don't, if you're gonna go abroad don't <laughs> yeah if you're gonna get bit by a snake do it on our homeland so oh, the money man. stays in the economy okay yeah i can i mean who gets uh i didn't i didn't get to the snake parks last story we're gonna close it out with this one kaplan a judge has ordered this comes from heat streak a judge has ordered. You like where I always say where it comes from? Yeah, yeah. A judge uh, has ordered a, a judge has ordered a prisoner to tweet every day for one month, saying that he is guilty of defaming the head of a consumer group in Spain. This is from a Spanish prison, and his uh, his punishment while in prison is to tweet. Because he was tweeting, is it like because he was tweeting bad things about them? Like, what is he supposed to be tweeting? You can't ask me follow-up questions <laughs> when I don't have the full story in front of me, Cap. All right, well, then let me get into the... Let me say that that's cruel and unusual punishment, I say, because I was once challenged by uh, Michael H. Weber, uh, ombudsman of the pod. Yeah. And he told me I should be tweeting every day. Tweet once a day. He'd buy me dinner if I could tweet once a day. And what happened? If I can make it for, like, six weeks or something. Yeah. I made it, like, four days. Yeah, how do you I, not just tweet every day? It, it's I think hard. It's, no, because you're trying to make it, like, the most clever thing it's yeah. like tw- Twitter, what I've come to learn. I mean, I'm not that good at it, but what I've come to learn, people just tweet like, hey, I just took a dump. Like, you could tweet anything. Yeah, if someone writes that, I'm going to unfollow them. I don't want to hear about your stupid line. Yeah, but if it gets this- you out of prison. So I would, I would plea. I would be like, I'll take more jail time. <laughs> Although, you know what? If I had a full day in jail to craft a tweet, I could come up with some great fucking tweets. <laughs> 140 characters. I got... 14 hours to, like, uh, one minute, one the, character per minute or whatever. This really is the modern-day version of, like, r- like sc- of, uh, scraping messages into the wall of the prison cell. Yeah. Well, <laughs> yeah, is there codes you could send to get cigarettes back? Wait, why does he get a phone in prison? Maybe he has to tweet he writes it, and then they, he gives it to, like, a guard. I think what that, they – to answer your earlier question, what happened is he's, on, he's waiting trial for fraud and corruption. He denies any wrongdoing. Let's read but, it now. <laughs> but the judge is making him um, tweet, like, an apology every single day. Which, uh, like, I don't know. I would also say no, because if you're not guilty, what? Yeah, and I don't want an apology for Twitter. It's, Did I ever tell you um, in China that when we had our ice cream truck stolen one day, Mr. Softy's <laughs> stolen. truck? Stolen. Yeah. Hot wired or was it like an inside job? Inside job. Yeah. 
I fired a guy, and then two minutes later, he's like, I got to go to the bathroom. And then two minutes later, he went into the garage. He still had the keys in his pocket. <laughs> he sped off. This is the lesson I learned. If you fire someone and they have drive one of your company cars, take the keys before firing. I hear that. Everyone out there running a business. So he takes it. He drives off. He comes back. We finally, I call the cops. Do you have a high-speed chase? High-speed, slow speed. It was an OJ chase. <laughs> but he was stopping to do deliveries of ice cream. No, he wasn't doing that. <laughs> <laughs> Making money. So he's yeah, driving. Are kids, other kids running after you? Oh, everyone. Was he playing the music? He's playing the music. And <laughs> it's like a siren. Answers, like, get out of the way. He answers the phone, and all the kids are running down the street like, Ice Cream Man. And he didn't want people to know he was the one. So he's like, I'm not the Ice Cream Man, because he's trying to discreetly go through the city yeah. with a stolen ice cream truck. So the police call him, and they're like, hey, you got to return the truck. He's like, I don't know what you're talking about, but they could hear the. So he's busted. So he comes back to the office, gets back. And the policeman's there, and he's like, Turner, I'm going to handle this. Don't worry about it. I'm like, okay. And um, he goes over. He talks to the guy. He comes back to me, and he goes, yeah, so um, good news or bad news? Uh, the, the bad news is uh, I asked him to apologize in a written apology because that's the punishment in China for <laughs> Grand Theft Auto, right. apparently. Yeah, written apology. And he said no. But he said you can, he'll quit. You don't have to fire him. So, like, case closed. And you didn't ask for him to tweet at you? My no. point is, if I was in Spain, yeah, I could, like, I don't understand how apology in yeah. some of these countries is good enough. This is a cultural divide. I agree. I, I don't even want your apologies. Hard prison time is I what I'm looking labor. for. I want labor. I mean, the guy who steals your truck should get at least raped in the shower once. <laughs> at least. That. One time. One time. Make him learn his lesson. At least a, yeah, a walk by or something. <laughs> you have to do a reach around. Yeah. Know, something. Get down on his knees once. All right. All cap. Ryan Hernandez, thanks for being on the pod. Go yeah. check him out in New York City. Go to his show. Spanish. Go to his show at the New York Comedy Club. And come to ours. And Cap, that's all. What should we do? Uh, we'd like to have learned how to say get lost in Spanish, but I haven't, so I'm just going to say... Adios, amigos! Adios, amigos! <laughs>
This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.